So you're doing this gig. Uh-huh. You're opening up for this uh, out-of-town comic, road guy. Who is it? His name is Kurt Pilgrim. <laughs> Kurt Pilgrim? Yeah. Is that like a character? Or is that his real name? That's his real name, but okay. he ha- uh, it's not just him. What do you mean? Uh, he does. Uh, he's a ventriloquist comic. Yeah. What's the dummy's name? Quacky. Oh, no. It's Kurt Pilgrim and Quacky. Oh, man. And uh, Quacky is this dummy who's sort of dressed like a, in like a, like an old timey kind of tuxedo. Yeah. Definitely like an old style type of a, type of dummy. Yeah. You know, it's got big eyes. Yeah. Big mouth and even bigger attitude. Whoa. Uh, You look this guy up because basically, um, you were he's playing at the uh, he's playing at the valve oh yeah and uh oh, he's got a whole weekend there yeah oh boy. and uh you're booked to, to open for him it's just you two how much time am i doing up top you do like 12 up top okay and then i open up for kurt pilgrim and quacky kurt pilgrim so quacky. you look you, you look kurt pilgrim up before you uh yeah and it's like 100 percent it's pretty funny, man. Yeah. Like it's legitimately, it's like definitely like it pays um it, it makes fun of ventriloquist acts in yeah. a very meta way, but at, at the same time pays homage. He's like the the Justin Willman of ventriloquism. 100 percent Yeah. Okay, correct. Where it's like, oh, this guy is legitimately good at what he what he does, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. So you, you watch him and you're man, like, Man, that's a cool. cool that's a cool person to know. Yeah. You know? That, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm pr- I'm probably pretty pumped about this. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah. Okay. You, Kurt Pilgrim and Quacky. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, do, sorry. Are their voices like markedly different, or, or or is it like pretty standard? Like, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? No. You know? It's they sound so different, really? almost as if the dummy is actually doing its real voice. What What's the dummy sound like? Does he have like what kind? Does he have an accent or? Um, it has sort of like a, it's sort of like a deeper register. Yeah. It's uh, sort of like, um, like, hey, everybody. Okay. I'm quacky. I love you. You know? That's yeah. That's how he talks. Is it sensual sounding? It's pretty sexy. Yeah? You're, you're, you're a little turned on. Is this like a Barry White voice? It's, yeah, it's Barry White. Okay. Brother. <laughs> basically. It's basically Barry White. It's not literally Barry White. That, that's, okay. Uh, it's not like a Barry White impression, but it's that like soulful, deep. Yep. Okay. All right. That's a very unique dummy voice. Yep. So <laughs> you uh, you go there. There's a line out the door. I People bet. waiting to see this. Uh, I'm the, door, the door guy, Michael Park, yeah. is there. And, and he's like, uh, don't be a dummy. Come see Quacky. Yeah. He sees you and he goes, hey, Aaron. Gonna be a great show tonight. You bet it, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to do it. And he goes, it's gonna be sellout shows. You know how much money he's making? I don't know, man. I probably, I imagine. 17 large. Holy shit. 17 large. Yeah. You're gonna pay 25 bucks a show. Man. You know what? I don't care. You know, I'm not doing it for for that. Yeah. You know, that's what I say publicly on this podcast, but I would be stewing at home. (laughs) You know what I mean? Does he tip me out at all? Uh, he doesn't talk to you at all. He doesn't talk to me one bit. Uh, and it's the not a weekend. He, well, he doesn't talk to you at all. Like uh, for for all the shows and stuff. 
Uh, and you're kind of a little weirded out by that. But uh, finally, like after the last show's done, um, you come off stage and he's there. He's sitting at the bar and he goes, Aaron, that was really funny, man. Shakes your hand and stuff. Thank you. Nothing that means happens. a lot. He's like, he's like, yeah, that was cool, man. He's like, yeah, I've just, I've been out of this whole weekend, man. I'm sorry. I haven't really got a chance to talk to you or anything. It's okay. I understand. No yeah, but that was, that was really funny, man. That was really cool to watch. Thank you. Am I, am I impressed by him? Yeah. Oh, great. I, I reciprocate. He goes, dude, you don't, he goes, you don't understand. Like some of these places I go, the openers, they have me do because they're horrible. He, sure. uh, he told you about this opener he had in uh, Tennessee Yeah. Uh, named Horny Hank. Oh yeah, Horny Hank was like the hackiest comic he'd ever seen in his life. Yeah, half of the jokes were just about him having a boner. Like it was just, yeah. it was really bad. So he was like genuinely happy to talk to you and stuff. Good, like, that yeah, means you know, a lot. I was just kind of busy this whole weekend. I'm sorry we didn't get to hang out or anything. No worries. I and hope uh, next time you're back in town. He goes, yeah, man. Let's hang. He goes, definitely. Uh, he sits down and um, he kind of turns to uh, the bartender to get a drink. Yeah. Uh, as he's as the bartender turns around, he slides over. A check for 17 large. It's a big check. It says that on the check. Is it 17 large? Yeah, they wrote 17 hmm. large. That doesn't seem like it's valid. You look at the check. Uh, it's from uh, Lanalax Banking. But that's 17 large is not like an actual amount of money. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they, if you put five bucks on a check, would they take it? Well, you, know? you kind of think that to yourself. Yeah. You're like, this is kind of strange, but. You know, it's not really my my thing. Yeah. But as he turns uh, to the um, to kind of grab the check and grab a drink, the the dummy has been on his hand the whole time. Okay. And the dummy turns to you as he's turning away. All right. And he goes, "Hey, Aaron, what'd you think of the show? What do you do?" At that point, I'm at that point, I'm weirded out. Yeah. At that point, I would be polite to the dummy. I'd say, oh, man, it was really great. Had a really good time. And uh, I would grab my phone. Yeah. I press a button to light it up and go, oh, excuse me. And I'd step out. Kurt turns. And I, I would leave. As, as he hears you talking and he's like, what? He's like, who are you talking to? I go, my girlfriend. And I, then, I lie. I lie to him. And he goes, what the hell? And he looks down and uh, Quacky has grabbed your wrist. Why? And he goes, oh, looks who someone who someone likes someone he goes, oh, wow. He's, he's not normally like that around people. Oh, I say, hell, that's uh, the grip titans. I, yeah, that's that's kind of strange. I, I need to take this. Excuse me. I need I need to go. Let me know when you're back in town. And he goes, definitely. I'm getting out of there. It's it takes you about 45 seconds to wrestle free of the dummy's grasp. What the fuck? Uh, eventually you do. What the fuck? Eventually you do, and you're like, all right, and you go outside. At no point is, does anybody else like see any of this? or No. No one really notices. You look at the bartender, like, what the fuck? He's looking away. He's whistling. He didn't see any of it. He just shrugs. He's like, I don't know. So you go home and you're like, oh, that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's real fucking weird. And I feel unsafe. Yeah. You go to uh you go to sleep. Yeah. You it's hard to explain this dream. It's almost as if you're dreaming of the source of all of life and creation. <sighs> yeah. Like a golden spinning orb. Okay. You wake up, uh 
it's Sunday. When, what do you normally do on a Sunday? Depends on what I got going on, you know? You don't really have any plans. Yeah, probably going to cook something at some point. Yeah. Going to go to the store. Maybe. Uh, what do you buy? Oh, it depends. I went to the store today. Got some chicken thighs. Made those on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. You grill some thighs. I grilled some. I grilled some thighs. Yeah. I like. I like doing that. Makes me feel good about myself. You're grilling. You're looking at these thighs. They're the thickest. What cuts of chicken you've ever seen in your fucking? Life. I don't think I do that. That doesn't make a lot of sense on the grill. Yeah. Well, you didn't really notice it until you threw it down. I pound them out first. I think you pound it, but they're still thick as mm. fucking shit. That's not. You see the the fat and the gristle, Ugh. you know, the smell of chicken enters your nose. Suddenly, it's almost as if it's your entire world is just chicken and the smell of their burning thighs. It's an intoxicating afternoon. <sighs> that sounds really fucking weird, man, because yeah. uh, a, th- a thick thigh is going to be hard to cook well, you know? Yeah, you didn't really think it through... Uh, but you got a. You I found it out for sure. Yeah, you uh, you got a text. What the fuck? You looked. You looked down. I don't want to waste these thighs. Do I cook them well at least? They're still I, cooking. Like it's taking a while. They're yeah, so it's gonna take a while. Fucking thick. God, and you damn. just put them down. So you you look down at the text. It sucks. It's from uh, Michael Park, the door guy at the valve. Yeah, and it goes um. Did you hear the news? Kurt's dead. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, he died in his hotel room. Weird. Also, how'd you get my number, Michael? He goes, oh, there was no blood left in his body. All right. No more grinning for him. I probably would not be responding to these texts. Yeah. I'd simply just let him roll in and freak out. I'm not, you know, I don't want to. What can I possibly do about that? Right. Well, nothing. I, yeah, I feel fucking weird already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel real weird. So you're kind of weirded out by that. You kind of put your phone down. You don't look at it for the rest of the day. Yeah, I've got thighs to grill. Yeah. You grill those thighs. You make yourself a, a nice lunch. You make yourself a uh, chicken sandwich, grilled chicken sandwich. How do, they, how do those thighs turn out? It's the perfect. Fuck yeah grill job Hell that anyone's yeah. ever done man you know what i mean that you that's you, gonna be the title of this episode up. perfect grill job you, i know it right now you cut the chicken open it's man. just the purest white it's almost like I it hurts your it. eyes a little bit Whoa. to look at i nailed it yeah you wow, nail it good. hard dude that feels good it's the most perfectly cooked chicken that anyone's ever done you think about being a caveman you know what i mean yeah just cook just Primal. Primal. Just cooking with your fucking soul. Fucking animals that you killed that day over yeah. the fire. You know what I mean? You're uh, wearing like a loincloth and stuff. I, I, I picture myself as. You picture yourself as that, yeah. Do I still have my glasses? Or am I free from you my have, vision? You problems? have glasses, but the, the, um, the, the wiring and everything is made out of uh, dinosaur bones. <laughs> All right. I wear bone glasses. Yeah. All right. There's no lenses. It's a little confusing. Yeah, why would they have them? It's a strange vision. But anyway, so it was purely aesthetic. You uh you walk you so you eat your chicken sandwiches. You have a, just a great day. Uh next day, you have to wake up for work. It's a knock at the door. What do you do? 
look through the the peephole. There's just like a little package on the door or on the doorstep. Yeah. Okay. I open the door. It's addressed to uh, to Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Their turn address, just a blue L. All right. That's kind of strange. You open it up. Inside is a note. Yeah. It said that... uh, Kurt Pilgrim's um, last will and testament was changed last night. Pretty much right before he died from blood loss. That was the cause of death, blood yep. loss. Mm-hmm. And where it go? Where it all go? No one knows. And so they. Uh, it wasn't like cut or anything, or that's the thing is that there was there were no puncture marks, but all the blood was gone. All right. Yeah. So. Um, he amended as well. He I just want to say right now, I don't like this. It's, 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 said, I met a young man tonight who really seemed to get along well with Quacky. If anything should happen to me, I want him to have it. You look down into the box and Quacky is just staring at you. And he goes, I'm yours now, boss. And he winks at you. What do you do? I want no part of this Quacky. I want no part of this. Our last interaction ended with him gripping my wrist for 45 minutes, Pat. Next thing I know, his his master died due to quote unquote blood loss. Wasn't a drop left in his body. I'm not I don't want I don't want him. I don't want him. He goes, Aaron, I'll make you rich. I don't want to be rich. I don't I wanna I don't wanna no. He goes, Aaron, I'll make you a successful comic. And I, I can help you in other ways. And he winks at you. No. Oh, gross. Yeah. There's been another man's hand in there, you know? <laughs> and he goes, yep. And he goes, I got to tell you, Aaron, it's the most perfect temperature for Fuck hands you. up there. Oh, man. I don't like this at all. Yeah. I don't want any part of Quacky. I want to know part of Quacky. So what do you do? He goes, he goes, Aaron, we can go on the road. We can still do the act. I don't want to do the act. I don't, I'm working on my own thing. Uh, I appreciate the offer. I no Thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Thank you. And he just goes, well, okay. And he like gets up on like, you know, his legs and stuff. Yeah. He walks away, opens the door. What door? Front door. My front door? And he takes one long look over his shoulder, like one last look at you. And he goes, are you sure we can't work anything out? I don't want any part of this, Quacky. I have my own thing I'm working on. Uh, And to be honest, last time we interacted, it was a little strange. That still hasn't been addressed. Uh, You know, there's a fence that needs to be mended here, you know, and it's not, it's not me. It's not me. It's my fence. You need to mend it because our last interaction was not good. And he just kind of like looks at you and he goes, well, okay. See you around, I guess. And what do you expect? You know what I mean? You grabbed my arm for 45 minutes and didn't let me leave. He goes, yeah, it shows you. (laughs) No, no, I don't want to be chosen. I don't want to be a ventriloquist. I don't want to be your partner. No, no, thank you. Can I help you with something? Can I take you somewhere? Can but he's I... already gone. 
okay, well, I feel like I did the right thing. Yeah. You know, walked with like a bindle and stuff. Well, whatever he's going to do to me, he's going to do to me, you know? So, uh, you're kind of just like hanging out and, um, about a, a few, like, like two months later, you, uh, you open up the Austin Chronicle. Yeah. And you see that uh, there's like they have this article about like this guy he's headlining the uh, Paramount Theater. Yeah, they're like this guy is a comedy phenom. They go, this it? guy has been the torch has been passed to him. They go right from Kurt Pilgrim himself. It's your high school bully. It's this guy uh, Brian Stevenson Jones. God damn it, the hyphen. The hyphen. They call him the the hyphen uh, because uh, when he was in high school, uh, his parents got remarried. Yeah, his dad married someone, and they combined last names. Yeah, but in non in a non traditional sense. Yeah, and made all the kids have the shared last names. Yeah. Everyone for the blended family. So his name was Brian Stevenson Jones, aka the hyphen, and he hated his last name, and he hated being called the hyphen. Like you only call him the hyphen behind his back. If you said it to his face, he'd fucking clean your clock. Yeah, you know. But he is now. Comedy phenom. Yep. Brian Stevenson Jones. Yeah. So he has a, a quacky at his disposal and he has been touring and stuff like that. And he's been, he's like, yeah, I've, I've made 15 million in two months. That's astounding. That goes, sucks. Good goes, for him, I guess. And, and in the interview, he goes, yeah, working with quacky is so easy. It's, it's almost like he's really alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. At the end of the article, um, instead of like, it having the person's name, like the author wrote it, just yeah. a skull. That's strange. Yeah, it's a little bit odd. Yeah. So uh, you see that, and you're like, "Huh, that's odd." And um, you get in your car to drive to work. Yeah. And you're feeling kind of crummy and everything about this whole Brian Stevenson Jones thing. Yeah, I feel like it was an it was an opportunity missed. Yeah. How how's my life doing otherwise? Oh, uh, your girlfriend died. What the fuck? In that two months? Yeah. Fuck you. Um, you <laughs> took her to one of your shows. Yeah. And uh, she was the only audience member. Like, oh, no, one, no one showed up. No we one wouldn't do a show at that point. Well, you'd think that, but uh, it was one of those secret shows where it was like, we don't tell anyone where oh, it is yeah. or what time it is or who, even who's on it. Yeah. So no one shows up. So uh, it's just you're the only like you brought your girlfriend. So she's the only audience member. And uh, at one point you kind of like it was in uh, the backyard of someone's house. Yeah. And it was by the pool. It was called comedy by the pool. Secret show. (laughs) So at one point you would like really lean into one of your jokes. You're just fucking around because there's no one. There's literally no one there except her. Why would we do the show? That doesn't make any sense, Pat. Um, They just, you know, under contract. So you uh, you leaned really into one of your jokes, and you actually dropped the mic, and it landed in uh, the swimming pool, and she had her feet in the pool, and she was electrocuted. God damn it. Turned to dust instantly. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not kidding. I wish I was, brother. I know <laughs> that she made, sucks. Yeah, I know she made your life better, so it sucks that she's gone. But um, So you kind of see that, and you're like, oh, man, you're, so you're kind of like uh, upset about everything. Yeah. And you think to yourself, I could have had Quacky, you know, blah, blah, blah. But now Brian Stevenson Jones has it and my girlfriend's dead. So things aren't good. No. And you're so preoccupied that um, you don't notice the uh, black ice in front of you. What? Yeah, there's black ice. Um, what time of year is it? December. It snowed. 
and it, there were, it snowed so much. It, like it snowed so much, people wrote country songs about it. What? It goes the the name of the song is "The Night It Snowed in Austin," and it becomes like part of just the great American songbook. Like that's how iconic this night was. Yeah, you know, the night it snowed in Austin. How'd it go? It goes uh, well. The night it snowed in Austin, we had a real hard time. It was really snowy, and I didn't have a dime. I didn't have a penny. I didn't have a nickel. All I had was the snow from the sky and a single bean and sickle. It's a song about like communism. Oh, okay, and it becomes part of the Great American Songbook. Okay. It's it's really intense. Yeah. Right. So the night it snowed in Austin. Uh, so you don't notice the black ice and uh, you <laughs> slip. The car slips and it just like flips over. <laughs> yeah. 666 times. God damn it. It just crashes down the road. There's no traffic. God, it probably takes out a lot of property, though. It, Yeah, it does a number on those <laughs> oh, fucking roads. Yeah. God damn, that sucks. Someone, there's another country song written about that incident. It's called uh, The Night. The Night That Comedy Died. How'd that one go? It, it, how did that song go? Yeah. It goes, uh, <laughs> comedy died one night when this big fat moron God had a fight. He damn slipped on some ice that any idiot could have seen. Any idiot did see it. That's why he's the only idiot who died when comedy died. Comedy died that night and nobody cried because comedy not fit for society so um so you're uh that song's so bad yeah it's not the best song but it becomes again a uh part of the great american songbook it's, it's up there with my way so um the phone your uh, car flips 666 times and it explodes and it's a it's a light post and explodes <laughs> yeah god damn it and in the your last moments you hear uh, the sound of a howling void almost in the back of your head. Yeah. And then you die. God damn it. There's no afterlife. You just cease to exist. Oh, that's all right. That sucks. Fuck you.